Welcome to our podcast, Faith and Reiki. I'm Michelle. And I'm Heather. Our intent is to bring the Reiki practice to the mainstream community and show the harmony between Reiki and our Christian faith. While we call ourselves Christians, we are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Therefore, our views do not represent the full scope of all Christian denominations nor do we officially represent the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. We're so glad you're spending time with us today. Welcome, everybody. We are so happy to have you guys with us tonight. It is past our bedtime. (laughs) We are recording this um, way past our bedtime, so it has been a fun, interesting night for us. Um, and we are, we feel so happy that you, um, want to have us, uh, join you at this time and, um, be part of your moment. Um, we are going to go ahead and talk today about, is there such a thing as a bad Reiki session? What do you mean by bad, Michelle? A bad one. I'm (laughs) so disappointed it didn't work. (laughs) Um, Could you maybe give an example? Yeah, um, that's exactly, um, you know, the different thoughts that we, um, that someone could have. Um, So an example of that would be maybe if, what if you come into a session feeling sad and um, you just have the expectation that at the end of your session, you're gonna go home and feel happy and stay happy and feel an automatic 360 shift um and that doesn't happen (laughs) so we're gonna go ahead and start the conversation about talking about um the difference between an expectation and an intention yeah that's one of the things my um teacher really emphasized and so that's one thing that i emphasize in my classes as well as teaching people the difference between setting an expectation and an intention. So we set intentions for our Reiki session, but we don't want to set expectations. Now, I know you're like, how is that even possible? Mm -hmm. Because we all set expectations for pretty much everything Everything. we do. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a pretty common conversation to talk about um you know i went to this doctor's appointment and you know i was disappointed because they didn't listen to me or you know they didn't give me um the plan that i was expecting and blah 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 well um with reiki people come in maybe expecting that their first session and their second session will be the same and maybe they had like this life-changing experience in one session and so they just expect every session is going to be life-changing or maybe one person like used Reiki to get better sleep and so they're like oh so that means I'm definitely going to get that result too because somebody else got that result you know Mm -hmm. these are all expectations that are completely normal to have Now, the reason why that could cause a bad experience is because there are a lot of things that are outside of our control. And when we 
surrender to the practice of Reiki, that can only happen by letting go of all of those expectations. And what we know to be true about Reiki is that it will always go in your body where it's needed most. Um, and so what we do is we set the intention at the beginning that we can find and release whatever it is that you are wanting to work on. Now, what will we will actually find and release may be different. And that is because you can only let go of what your body's ready to let yes. go of. Yeah. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> now, I don't know. Did I explain the difference between intention and, and expectation? Um, yeah, I like have maybe, a couple thoughts about, yeah, about it. Maybe we um, should get some examples of what of an intention or something. Yeah. Um, so to, to me, you know, the best way that I understand it is um, the difference between an, an intention. You explained very well what an expectation would be. Um, I think that's very clear um, to me. An intention when you're trying to set it, when you set an intention, you're not trying to create a particular result. Um, you are just voicing your focus or the purpose for the session. Um, and if your body, like you said, if it's ready and willing to be aligned with that intention, then it will easily work towards that intention during your session. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, every single session always has the the intention that it will all be for your greatest and highest good, whatever that may be. And that might be us physically letting go of any expectations and just allowing things to happen on their own. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I think that's a really good job of explaining intention. And as you were speaking, um, I couldn't help but to think of the parallels between setting an intention for Reiki and like saying a prayer in our faith mm -hmm. because <clears throat> we're taught that when you're praying you shouldn't just say you know well this is what I want this is my wish list um, and now I expect you to give it to me right but that we want to make sure that the things we're praying for are in line with our father's will yeah. um and i think you know the important thing is it's like well why set an intention at all right if mm -hmm. we shouldn't have expectations why even set an intention but like you said it's like to focus it's okay to like focus your energy on a certain area of your life like i believe that heavenly father he wants us to be actively involved um, he wants to hear what we have to say, like in our prayers, right? So he wants us to also be actively involved in our own healing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so when we set an intention, we're like saying, we are putting our energy towards this. We're inviting our body now to put its energy towards this particular trouble or whatever intention it is that you set um and 
will the Reiki most likely go there? Yes. Now, things may come up that you weren't expecting, mm-hmm. but I truly believe, even if they don't seem related to your intention, that they actually are. Yeah. I believe that intention is huge and really strong. And so when I set an intention for my own sessions or somebody else's session, everything that comes up, I truly believe needs to come up in order to allow the healing for that intention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. whether that is expressed or not during the session, right? Because then um, what happens, and I'm thinking, you know, from a recipient point of view, what happens when you say, for example, we want to set the intention, um, you know, that my ankle after my surgery heals really fast. And mm-hmm. during the whole session, and even if it's a distant session and we give feedback, you know, with our feedback information if we don't even mention you know mm-hmm. physical or the ankle or anything like that it's mm-hmm. you know that it's very easy for the recipient to think well where's where's the intention for my ankle you know yeah. but you're so right you know it everything is connected you know emotionally physically yeah. that by allowing the release of these emotions um or false beliefs um is actually healing you know physically wherever it's it's needed and I actually have a um personal story um yay I love stories yay (laughs) okay um yeah story time so I remember um one of the times where I okay so I of course scheduled my Reiki session with you Heather and I was really excited and you always ask you know what's your intention for the session what would you what are, what are you wanting to work on? And that's always the hardest part for me. And it's easier for me to say, you take care of that. <laughs> I don't want to do the work. You just tell me what was ready to to be done and let's call it a day. Um, but this time I did have, um, it was in the early times when I was coming to you and I always felt that I needed to come for something specific. And the more, the more that you work on yourself the more work that you discover that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So I had I had sent you my expectations, my expectations, my intentions. <laughs> um, and I came to your house. We had a great session. And during the session, um, I thought I came ready and I thought I came very open um, and just wanting to just let everything go. Uh, but during the session, you told me, um, okay, there is some information that you don't want me to know. I don't, I don't remember exactly how you ordered it, Yeah. Uh, but you said something like, okay, there's um, an emotion here that, you know, you're holding deep and you don't want me to know. Mm-hmm. I remember in that moment, this is just a little background info, but I remember in that moment, I had... I was with my eyes closed and I had seen myself just like in the corner by myself in the dark with my knees up to like my forehead and my head down. Yeah. And I was covering my, with my arms, I was covering my head. So I, this is like a visual you're getting in your mind in yes, that moment. Okay. This, yes. Yeah. Like it was like two seconds before yeah. you mentioned that. And, yeah. And that came to my mind and I was like, oh, that's weird. And I immediately like got out of that 
picture space. Um, and then you said that and I was like, oh, that's why I saw that, you know, because it was something that I had hidden that I didn't want her to know. And then after that, you said, okay, but you're not ready to release it yet. And I remember feeling like, oh, body, let it go. To accept the help. Just let it be. I, I do remember that because I thought I had come like ready and wanting to process and like go and work on, you know, just get the best session ever. Um, and yeah. yeah and so, but I remember feeling a little bit sad because my yeah. body, I wasn't ready to let it go. And I was like, what? But I came here like willingly. <laughs> <laughs> but there were other things that you were ready to release mm -hmm. that you did during yeah. that session. So how did you feel after the session? Were you disappointed? I was, um, <laughs> mentally, no, because I already had the information that we're talking about. So I already understood mm. the difference between expectations and intentions. Um, physically and emotionally, I still felt great. I still yeah. felt really good. And I still left very feeling very satisfied with my session just feeling that everything that I worked on was what it needed to be because mm -hmm. of the way that I felt yeah that's great so <laughs> um I have since it's story time I have an experience to share <laughs> yeah um now this is uh one of my clients experiences and so I won't like mention names or anything but um she came in during her first session thinking that um, we were going to end up working on her ex-husband, you know, or their relationship and all the baggage from that. Mm -hmm. And what we ended up working on was things related to her relationship with her children. Oh. And she told me afterward, she was like, I thought for sure I knew what we were going to work on when, <laughs> when I came in. And as soon as you started talking about my children I just it flooded over me and I knew like yes that's what I need right now and so she wasn't um, disappointed at all with the session even though it ended up being different than what she thought she actually realized that is what was the best thing that we could have addressed and so she ended up feeling great afterwards so yeah. how <laughs> that's awesome yeah how great and I mean we are working with the subconscious and yeah it already knows what it needs yeah. and it already has the answers yeah so um what a great validation for you as a practitioner yeah. for them because we just want them to feel it as well you know to mm -hmm. feel best and to love it as much as we do yeah so why why would something come up during a session so it's my belief that different issues will come up um I already said earlier, if they're somehow related to mm -hmm. that intention, but also I believe it only comes up if you're ready to let it go. Um, so we have, you know, like layers of blockages mm -hmm. um, that we need to get rid of in order to help us to heal, um, whether that's emotionally or physically. And so I think that things come off in a certain order, um, not by, you know, coincidence or, yeah, I don't believe in coincidence. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that everything happens for a reason. And so 
we have to remove what our body's ready and then once our body makes certain energetic shifts to accept these new changes then it can it's ready to go deeper and take off that next layer yeah does that like answer your question Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um i wanted to mention now that we've talked about setting intentions and not expectations um that every reiki session is different um and so one session you know you may have like lots of say personal revelation like you just like get so many answers so many questions you know that you had were answered and um maybe the next session your body um just needs to relax and just be still and maybe not do as so much heavy lifting and so you have to go in prepared for whatever kind of session you end up getting you know sometimes i can go deeper than others with people Um, sometimes it moves rapidly other times it moves slower um, because your energy is different every time you come into a session Mm -hmm. so it's really about what energy do I feel around you what is your body asking for because like I'm having a conversation with your body during a session and it's telling me and I'm responding to it because I'm respecting it you can't force Reiki upon Mm -hmm. anyone you can't like want something so bad that you um are like well this is what you know they want this is what they're paying me for so this is what I have to give them that would make me a terrible (laughs) Reiki practitioner actually um my job is to feel their energy uh and help them and guide them in a gentle manner to receive what they're ready to receive yeah so i i love that you said that um in my early practice <laughs> months like two months ago i'm just kidding um in my early practice um months where you know i was just practicing with family members with friends with mm-hmm. and then they would refer other friends um I remember having a a client whose it was their first time um, receiving a Reiki session, and um, during the Reiki session and even after, you know, this person they couldn't stop sobbing. You know, they were just sobbing and just crying so hard, and they just you know like wouldn't stop. That I you know I just just gave them a rose quartz sphere and I was like hold this one and hold somehow light and it's gonna you know raise the vibration um of your body if you hold it um and and it's gonna help you calm down but I stepped out you know of the room and I just gave them a moment to just take it all in and be able to let it out yeah (laughs) actually is probably the most important part there um, we are so used to hiding our, our tears. And so I just stepped out, but, um, I remember after this client left, 
I remember thinking like, oh no, I mean, I, I knew, but you never know what mm -hmm. kind of experience, um, you know, this client had no experience with Reiki and didn't really know what to expect. Um, and I remember thinking and hoping, um, that they didn't leave thinking like oh, this was too much for me to handle or this was just not what I came here for you know I came yeah. to relax yeah <laughs> um so you know of course doing my due diligence I reached out and followed up and just you know just because it was I mean it was the first time that it happened to me as well yeah. um there was just a very strong expression of a feeling that needed to to get out and so yeah yeah so those are you know different experiences that people can have that can maybe make them think mm -hmm. you know just have a little bit of a guard um and yeah. stuff but that actually got, um, leads to our next um question that we wanted to or discussion point um which is doubt um you know from a practitioner's point of view um you can also feel like this session that you just gave was not a great one <laughs> was wasn't your top quality you know work um and i do personally believe that doubt is what gets in the way for you to feel that um um so do you do you have any do you want to talk oh, a yeah. little bit about that yeah <laughs> when i first started practicing Reiki I think I had many doubts I hadn't built up my the confidence that I have today anyway and um and so I was playing it small I guess in my Reiki sessions because I didn't I was so afraid of saying something that was wrong mm -hmm. and so when I did start giving Reiki I would just give all the whole session in silence I would do um, everything and feel everything that I thought I was supposed to feel and um, and then at the end I would mention things like oh this is what I felt this is what we released um, but what I realized was that most people want to know what's going on as you're working on them and that actually talking to them and involving them during the session actually makes for a better session and so once I started building up my bravery and like practicing using my voice my sessions got better and better and um, and now I've learned to not doubt myself like I've had enough experience now that every time I've told somebody like hey this is what's going on this is what I feel that it resonates with them and they're like oh my gosh you're exactly right and they help me see you yeah. know <laughs> that there's there's no reason why I should doubt my intuition and um, that I have been given specific gifts to and I need to not be afraid to use those those mm -hmm. gifts um yeah and so i would say definitely like the doubt of a practitioner could get in the way of a session but however the clients still received reiki yes so you know 
my answer to the question, is there such thing as a bad Reiki session? I would definitely say no. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> yeah. Because um, um, Reiki will still go where it needs yeah. to go. It's yeah. self-guided, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's um, heavily guided. Yeah. So, um, and we, you know, before um, we start a Reiki session, we set an, an intention out loud with the person, right? I have had the experience where I have felt guided to vocally release any expectations from the session. And that doesn't happen with every person that I give a Reiki session to. It only happens when I feel like it. I just need to say it. And there was one instance when, as, like, as I was saying that, and as soon as I was just, we're going to set the intention to release any expectation, you know, um, I really felt like some resistance just kind of leave mm. and I was like mm. I needed to say that you know yeah. and I needed to prepare them mm -hmm. for the session you yeah. know I needed them to be in sync with me yeah. um, with the intention for for them to have a great experience and yeah. you know they they will anyways but yeah I often tell my clients like just be curious like curiosity means that you're open mm -hmm. you know so any emotion that you feel like is closing you off, you want for the client and for the practitioner, those emotions, you know, need to be left outside of the room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so I guess we should also mention that the client needs to not doubt their practitioner um, and if you do, I mean, you're a normal, natural human being, so I'm not saying don't, you know, don't have feelings, but, um, maybe find a practitioner that you yeah. are comfortable with totally, so yeah. that you can be completely open with them yeah. and so that you will get more out of your session, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, if you don't feel comfortable, if you don't right. feel that you can, right really trust them yeah. then why go you know find right. somebody else there is somebody out there yeah. that will be for you yeah totally <laughs> okay so um the final point that we would like to talk about in order to answer this question is walls and guards so i often have people come in and they, you know, are excited, they're ready. And when I begin working on them, I'm like, whoa, this person, you know, I, I do my normal, like what I call a warm up at the beginning, you know, helping them relax. And um, both of us kind of, you know, getting into a meditative state. Mm -hmm. And then if like nothing is coming to me, like no information, usually that means they're they're guarded and they're not letting me in like they're not letting me read their energy um and you know i've developed some techniques to kind of help still you know continue with the session and usually they will warm up eventually they just take longer <laughs> than usual um but yeah the walls and guards that we put up are like 
real and they do yeah. prevent us from being able to go deeper and help you. So, um, again, you know, just like you said towards the beginning, it's because we respect your agency, you know, nothing is forced, whether yeah. it's conscious or subconscious, yeah. you know, nothing, um, it's, there really won't be a secret, you know, like mm -hmm. we won't secretly in our minds do something that, you know, that yeah. we're not telling you about or, right. You know, it's it's not at all like that, but it's it's just like you said, um, towards yeah. the beginning. Yeah, we're totally respectful of people's privacy. Like, and I tell my clients all the time, I don't ask your body questions just out of curiosity. Like, I only <laughs> ask questions because they will enable me to help you and help you release something. And so I never pry. Um, like when I feel that okay, they're not letting me in in this area then I move on yeah. you know and maybe later I could come back to it because they're more open to it but for right now I respect that um, I do help people remove heart walls all the time though and usually people are ready to let those go because mm -hmm. those are a very common technique that we all use to protect ourselves emotionally yes put, you know building mm -hmm. heart walls and so those are easily found and easily let go. And, um, and then in, to prevent you um, from feeling too vulnerable or open after you release them, we always put something in its place. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, you know, like an energetic shield. Mm -hmm. And that will enable you to still be vulnerable, but feel protected and yeah. safe. Yeah, because so. it works as a healthy boundary now, you know, not yeah. just a block. Yeah. Um, yeah. So should we explain to everyone what a shadow self is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Because this has to do with walls and guards. Uh-huh. Um, so in our physical back, um, a lot of us are carrying around the emotions or the events, the trauma, um, from everything that we're trying to hide from others. Uh, the things that maybe we're embarrassed about or ashamed about, the things that we don't want anybody else to know about us, we're holding a lot in our backs. And so that's usually referred to as like the shadow self, the part of, you know, and we all have a shadow self. And the beautiful thing about the Reiki practice is for those who are amazingly brave, um, they're actually ready to release those things, to open up, allow people to see the, that shadow self and to no longer carry shame, you know, mm -hmm. guilt and all these, you know, really heavy weights that we tend yeah. to carry around by um, hiding from others. Mm -hmm. So people who are ready to be their authentic selves, accept their weaknesses and faults as well as their beautiful strengths, you know, um, those are the people that will begin to heal that pain. Mm -hmm. And so, 
Yeah, that's one of the ways we can go deep in Reiki is when we get to that shadow self and people stop trying to hide that. So this really wants me to wants me want to take a field trip down over to your table and (laughs) throw myself on the table. Okay, Heather. Yes. Set that for your next intention. Um, Okay. (laughs) Yes. Done. Um, you know, uh, another of the reasons why people, um, hold back during a Reiki session is, um, because they are, um, afraid of what the practitioner might find out, you know, what they can tune into during a Reiki session. Um, I know a lot of people still that, um, haven't wanted to try it out because of that, but I was one of those yeah. myself yeah. at the beginning. I um, I remember feeling like you were part, you're my neighbor, you're my like across the street neighbor. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking and like uh, thinking, well, I don't want somebody that like knows me in, di- in different parts of my life to know my deepest mm-hmm. feelings. And so that's why it took me two years to finally have a first session with you. Yeah. Um, so that's something also, um, very, very common. Um, but you know, if that is your concern, um, but you are still wanting, you know, help, there are like other, other tips or other ideas that we can maybe give you, you know, maybe some affirmations, some tapping techniques, um, some meditation, um, tips that you can do if that's really what you want to prepare yourself, um, for, for that you know just like me like I thought I was gonna be ready and open and I really did come with that intention and I remember talking to myself when you said oh yeah you're not ready to release this yet I remember telling my body let it go it's okay but then like immediately I told myself this is a safe space you're safe it's okay you can trust Heather like I was talking to myself in that way and um and then we just set the intention that it would uh, be released with ease when it was ready to, um, yeah. even after our session. So yeah. I still received what I needed and it was great. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That's a beautiful intention, you know, just to be open to release things when they're ready and to be have self-compassion, you know, mm-hmm. have a little grace with yourself when things are taking longer than you expect them to take to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, things cannot be all done in one Reiki session. Oh my as goodness. As amazing as that would be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Reiki is a way of life. It's become a life practice for me. I'm never yeah. going to not need Reiki. I'm never going to not have something that I need to work on. Yeah. Um, and so it's it's something that once you start using reiki you do become more open and you do you know release all these things that we've talked about today and and you do allow reiki to come in on a deeper level and to accept it and to realize like you are worth it and that it should leave you with a hopeful feeling Mm-hmm. Um, and that, you know, I still believe like miracles can happen. Um, and I think that 
Reiki can be a way to allow those miracles to come in, you know, to your life. So, yeah. I agree. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much. Well, mm -hmm. this has been a great conversation. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. It really, truly is an honor that um, you want us to join you um, for for this time. And um, don't forget to leave us a review or ask any questions in the link that we always add in the podcast, in the bio, the description of the podcast. And we hope to see you next time. Thanks again for joining us today. We love your company and we hope you do too. Our intent is always to help strengthen your faith as we share our personal journey with Reiki. We would love to hear from you and answer any questions you have. We promise we will do our best to address them with the experience that we have. You can contact us by clicking on the link in the description of the podcast or you can simply leave us a review. Sending you love and light.